You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to the Cards Cast, the weekly podcast from Cardinal Authority. I'm senior writer Michael McCammon, joined by publisher Jody Demling. Later on in this show, we've got a special guest for you, University of Louisville recruiting coordinator Pete Nocht is going to bring us up to speed. As, as, as you know, if you've been logged on to Cardinal Authority, you'd have to, you'd have to be on vacation in you know, some far-off land not to know that June is obviously a huge recruiting month now that the mandatory dead period has ended. So as director, you know, as a recruiting coordinator for University of Louisville football, Pete Naka is an extremely busy person. So it's great to touch base with him, kind of get his thoughts on on what's how the official visits are going. They've got camps going on. So we'll go through the whole thing, including, as you know, they've got a, a job opening as well. So we'll, we'll pick his brain on what they're going to do with that spot as well. Uh, but Jody, um, it doesn't slow down. It's, you know, here it is, June 16th. Uh, you know, we're halfway through the month, basically. And and, uh, you know, it's been a busy first half, and it's going to be equally, if not busier, second half. What dead period? Yeah, the dead period <laughs> uh, is long gone. But, um, yeah, I mean, look, you, you we had um, a busy weekend last weekend. Well, there was the first, on um, as far as official visits, Max Cabana on June 6th was the first one. Yep. And then last weekend there were 11 um, you can go back and if you want to look, if you want to catch up, go to the official visits page there at the top of the of the of the Cardinal Authority. Click down and you click on each of their profile. You can see the recap of of what they did. Um, you know, we we have yet to uh, settle down, and I think I think both of us have different crystal balls we have in our mind, and I'm not sure we'll do the same crystal ball because um, there's a couple of guys that, uh, that last weekend that. Uh, uh, that we could, but it was a busy weekend. We've got all the recaps there uh, on the website. And when you look at, um, you know, when you look at the at, at, at the way that the, the staff did this, last weekend was a huge weekend. They brought Popeye and Caleb Jones, the, uh, Johnson, the two uh, uh, um, recruit, the two commits already in, in with that big group. And uh, this weekend, while, it's still kind of in flux on, I mean, I've heard a couple of names that could be added to the official visitor list. Um, obviously there's Christian Miller who could possibly not, not visit. Dylan Sampson was supposed to visit has committed to Tennessee. So this week's still kind of in flux a little bit at this moment, but, and then I think we'll get seven or eight. We have five on the board for June 25th, seven or eight. The, the staff likes to, to take these guys to Churchill Downs, Downs, Downs after dark. That's the 11th and the 25th, the weekends of that. So they're going to center those two around, uh, you know, they're going to center uh, some of the main guys around those two weekends, not just because of that, but because of who also they're bringing in. Um, this weekend, um, it wouldn't shock me if they have a, end up with a smaller group because Justin Williams now turns into the number one, basically the number one recruit on the board for them, I think, at running back and perhaps overall. And so you get a smaller group, and you get to love love him up a, a little bit more than uh, uh, maybe than what you would on a normal weekend when there's eleven. So yeah, I, I'm, I, it's been fun, it's been exciting, and, and Michael, it's only going to get uh, it's only going to get better. I mean, it's only going to get busier, and we're going to have some commitment. Just remember, there's not a lot of spots, so you you don't you can't you can't get a big run of commitments like they did last year. 
um, you know, in the late in late June and early July, because it, when they do that, it's going to fill up fast. Yeah. You know, and that's that's the thing. I mean, as busy and as as hectic as it seems like it's been and it's been a, a fun, busy, a fun, hectic. Um, but imagine what it would be if they had 25 spots, um, you know, so. Um, it's it's kind of a nice way to ease out of that really long slumber, recruiting slumber that we've all been in. Uh, but certainly I do like the direction that things are going. Um, like you said, there's going to be some crystal balls popping in. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. Um, and then I do expect, like you, I think the 25th will be, you know, the bigger of the official visit collection of players coming in. Um, you know, and the gathering at Scott Satterfield's house, you know, it sounded like that was a big hit as well. Um, you know, it is... It, as I've been told by a number of the, you know, a number of the guys that I chatted with, they were on visits. They really liked the comp the com competition that was going on over there. They had cornhole, they were playing basketball, uh, and some other things where you know the competition kind of got heated. You know, you know, and that's that's kind of what you want when you've got some you know athletes coming in. And you know, apparently they had some food trucks out there, which you know maybe we need to work our way over there if you're hungry and and hang out at Scott Satterfield's house. But really liked the, the what you know Carolyn McMurphy and Pete Nocta and and and, and and all that group are, are doing to, to make this really a memorable event. It's not just come on campus, here's our facilities, let's sit down and, and the coach is going to tell you what we think of you. Yes, they do all that, but they're really throwing on some, uh, some things, especially when you look at Churchill Downs. I mean, that's an, an experience you clearly cannot get anywhere else. And it's, you know, we talked about it on a prior podcast. So I think you brought up a great point. Uh, yes, it's entertaining the guys, but it's also entertaining the parents and it's creating a, a, a unique memory for the parents as well. And that's something that's, that's hard to beat. Uh, it's not going to obviously, you know, secure you a commitment, but it can certainly help out. And we've seen, you know, whether it's squirrel or, or whoever the case may be um, their visits on campus has boosted, you know, their, their thought about the chances of Louisville eventually getting a commitment. So these, yeah. these you know, what they've done, I think is very impressive. I, I, I am, I'm intrigued more than anything. Look, I think with, with here's, here's a couple things to, to talk about before we get to Pete. Um, I, I'm intrigued by the running back situation because they've got to have a really good one. Justin Williams, in my opinion, would be that really good one. You throw Travion Cooley in this year's class with Justin Williams uh, next year in, in next year's class, and I think you've got I, – I think you're, you're set at running back, and I think you're, you're really doing well there. Now, with that said, the most intriguing spot to me right now for this, for this staff and to fill this class – is on the offensive line. They basically, as I've said before, have to go two for eight. I think I said I think I said seven, but I keep forgetting that Patrick Kudis and uh, and Leighton Jones or, or Leighton Nelson are coming in uh, uh, next week on the on the visit list on the twenty fifth. So there, there's eight guys. I think they brought. Let's see. They had Max Cabana in uh, on June sixth. They had Carter Edwards. They had David Siegel. They had Brian Parker. And that Isaiah Reed in last weekend. They had Mo Clipper in this weekend, and then they've got Nelson and and Kudis. So they've got some guys. Um, they they have to go two for eight, Michael. And I don't know. You know, I think they're in really good with Brian Parker, um, the kid from Cincinnati St. X. And I do think um, that that they would definitely, when he makes a decision coming up here after he visits Cincinnati this weekend, and then makes a decision. Uh, you know, towards the end probably of next week or the end of this month. I, I do think they would take him because he's so versatile. He plays center at St. X. He can play all the positions on, on the line. Um, David Siegel was the one visitor that I understand was 
the legit size that, you know, a lot of guys have shrunk in June. Let's just say that <laughs> a lot, a lot of guys all over the country have shrunk in June. Yeah. Um, he, he's a legit six, six though. Um, I, I think they were happy with all the guys that they had in. I still think Carter Edwards probably in the end, while he says Louisville is, is kind of the, the tops now after the visit, I think he ends up going to, to Ole Miss. But I could see where they could end up with, with Brian Parker and Max Cabana in, the, in, in, this, in this class. But I could also see where Mo Clipper comes in this weekend and is really legit 6'4", 290, or maybe even taller than 6'4", and, and 290, and, and he kind of wows them a little bit, and, and they, try to, they try to get after him. Leighton Nelson is the one that next weekend is more intriguing to me than anything just because of the offers. I mean, his three visits um, are Louisville, Miami, and Pittsburgh, and he's got, you know, an Auburn offer. So this is a kid um, who, who, while he's 540 in the composite overall, I think, or 550, He's a kid that's 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 really got some good looking schools after him. So to me, the offensive line spot is the one that is the most intriguing spot on the, in this class. I think it will be filled by mid July or the end of July. And, and again, they got to go two for eight. I went to heck. I went two for eight off Paul Bird when I was little, you know. And uh, and, and Paul Bird ended up in the major league in the major leagues. So. Actually, I was probably two for ten, but um, two for eight's not a tough thing to do when uh, when when you have all these visits. So hopefully they can get that pulled off. Yeah, and that, that's a great point about the offensive line. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's certainly a key. Well, they're all key areas. An area that really intrigues me, and I'll do this real quick because we got uh, Pete coming up. Um, is the wide receiver. Um, obviously, you look at the depth chart. You know they need to add some people. Um, they, clearly because of what Tutu Atwell was able to do the last couple of years, uh, having a, a similar uh, type of wide receiver in this class is, is, is something that they, they're really pushing for. I mean, you could see it. And they had two in in this last weekend, and K.D. Hutchinson and Macarius White, let's just call them Squirrel. Um, and, and Louisville right now I think is sitting in great position for both of those. Not sure they would take two Tutu Atwell types. Um, yeah, and then they also, you know, for the in, in the final weekend, they've got Wesley Grimes, a kid out of Millbrook, Raleigh, North Carolina, you know, familiar high school if you follow basketball recruiting for the Cardinals. Um, you know, so I'm curious to see. I think they'll end up taking at least two wide receivers. Again, I don't don't think they'll take two two twos, uh, you know, to get too many twos in there. But I'm curious to see how that does develop over the coming weeks because it's you know, like you said, I mean, those are spots that can fill uh, pretty quickly. Um, you know, for, I don't. I don't think they take three wide receivers. No, I know we. I think it's two, but I don't. I know we've heard that from we've heard that from some some recruits that you know they might take. I, but I don't think in the end they do take two. I think in the end he's going to have to make a really tough decision. Scott Satterfield is, yeah. um, and and I think you have to take if Nate Kariski, the tight end, says I want to come. I think you, I think you have to take him. Um, they don't have a spot for a tight end right now, but I think in the end. When that kid says, I want to come to Louisville, you do have to take him. And I think that will take one away from the, the, off, from the, from the wide receiver. And then potentially, defensively, it's just kind of a mess on the numbers. Yeah, you know, so when it comes to receiver, like you, you know, I think they'll, 
take one guy. Um, you know, they, they think they're eyeing a couple of really good ones, as I just mentioned. I think they'll take one of those guys that kind of can fill that 2-2 role. And then I think they'll take somebody that's a little bit bigger, like a Wesley Grimes or something like that, if they can get them, uh, get a, another receiver that's got a little bit more bulk to them as and, well. And, and then you throw in a tight end as well, and and that's, that's got you set on – Offensive. And if they take if they take Xavier Townsend, who visited last weekend, we're yep, going yep. we're we're going to list him. Um, what what is he listed as a, as of right now? He's listed as a running back. Is that right? Yeah. We but, will you know, keep, like he told me. Like they, we will yeah, keep him listed. We will keep him listed as a running back. He will come to Louisville if they take him. He will come to Louisville as a running back, and then that's where the numbers kind of get crazy because he will be counted towards the running back room when he's more of that Swiss Army knife. Unlike Katie Hutchinson, if he will be moved probably – I will try to get him moved to an athlete – I mean, to a wide receiver from an athlete um, if, if he does commit. And he would come in under the wide re- – if, if that makes sense. So that's just, uh, just kind of the numbers behind the scene kind of thing. And when you only have a handful of scholarships, that's what makes it really tough. Well, good. Um, you know, and as we mentioned, they got a lot of guys coming in. So let's, you know, I'm excited to bring in Pete Nocta, get his kind of take on, you know, obviously he's got to be, keep it vague, can't get into the particular names because of NCAA rules, but just kind of get a, a feel for the vibe, how their visits have been going, how camps have been going and stuff like that. But of course, as I always do, want to plug real quick, make sure you sign up for the Cardinal Authority newsletter, sign up for the text alerts. And, and the Facebook page is, is extremely popular, and it's a great place to get your, your news content. That we, it's another way of not missing anything. Just go to Facebook uh, and give Cardinal Authority a search. You'll easily find us. Give us a like and a follow. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Excited to bring in our next guest here on the Cardscast. As always, bringing you some fantastic uh, guests on the Cardcast. Pete Nocta, University of Louisville Recruiting Coordinator, joining us here. Pete, I know you're extremely busy, especially right now. I mean, it's it's a new June. It feels you know normal is kind of returning. You guys have kids coming on campus. You got camps going on. Uh, so what's life like right now for a recruiting coordinator with in-person recruiting returning? Oh, yeah, it's June. It's kind of June on steroids, to be honest. I mean, uh, you got a year and a half of, of, of no visitors and – now you get to June and it's just everything coming at you in one big tidal wave. You've got unofficial visits, you've got official visits, you've got uh, football camps. Uh, so it's it's a lot. And usually you got all spring to space out the the, the visits and the chaos. And um, it, it's just crazy because you've got one month and then when July comes around, it's a dead period again for most of July. So yeah. everybody's got the need for, for fitting everything in in June. And then, you know, e- even July, there's one week at the end of July where it's, it's a recruiting period, uh, but then it goes back dead for August and then they're at school. So uh, it's definitely uh, one of those things where families feel like they got to go see everything all, all in this month. And then that will kind of help them make, make their decisions, but it's definitely been a lot. Um, it keeps you keeps you busy. You don't have time to to, to rest or 
or catch a, catch a break. You got to just keep going. And, uh, you know, it, it's been fun, though. We've got a lot of good people, a lot of good families. So it makes it a lot easier when, when you like the people that you're showing around, uh, which is good because those are the kind of guys we're trying to bring in. Uh, and those are the type of families that, that we want because generally speaking, when you have good people and they raise good kids, uh, it, it makes out for a, a good player. Awesome. Now, you know, obviously you can't t- talk in particulars re- regarding certain recruits and, and I'm not going to bring any up, but in, in, in my communicating and interviewing these kids after they come on their visits or participating in camps, that's kind of one of the things that they bring up instantly is kind of the family atmosphere there, how um, they feel like, you know, at some schools they might go to and you kind of meet the coaches or the head coach or some of the players and, and while they talk to you, you, you still feel like you're arm's length with them, but they say at Louisville, you guys are able to click with the kids real quick. You relate to them and, and they really enjoy uh, spending time with you guys. Oh, yeah. And, and it starts at the top. You know, Coach Satterfield, uh, he's one of the, the best people that you could possibly uh, want to work for. I, I feel like, and I tell this to a lot of people, I feel like when it comes to college football in, in my work environment, I feel like I'm in the top one percentile or 99 percentile. I don't even know the right way to spin it. But uh, it, it's one of those things where I, I, I know – just because you talk to coaches, you talk to people out there who are at different schools, and and obviously you've had your different experiences in the past, and you know the reality. And uh, just working for Coach Satterfield is one of the uh, one of the best experiences I've ever had. And so uh, the the environment that he creates, the work atmosphere that he creates, allows you to to show up. Uh, and do your job. And, I, and the other thing I'll, that, you know, I'll, I'll say is he, Coach Satterfield is only going to hire good people, people who are going to, who are going to one, align with his core values, but two, uh, they're going to work hard. And so uh, he kind of gives us the free reign to, to do our job uh, the best way that we know how. And he'll give us guidance and, and we'll stick to what are, what, what are, what are the core things that we're wanting to present as, as a staff. But at the end of the day, that's inherent to everybody. And so, uh, you know, we got a good mix of, of younger coaches. We got a good mix of older coaches, coaches like, you know, Coach Brewer, he's, he's probably been doing this a long time, a lot, a lot longer than, than you can probably combine a bunch of uh, our staff's years of coaching and it still falls short of, of Coach Brewer's experience. So he's got a lot of gray hair for it. But uh, you've, you've got a you got a good mix. Um, obviously, guys like that have a lot of knowledge that they bring to the table. And then you got a bunch of young guys that have good energy, uh, that are hungry, uh, that, that do a good job uh, of relating with the kids. Uh, and so it's just a good nucleus. And, and then, um, you know, there's certain things you just can't pick up on a Zoom call. And, and, yeah. uh, and that particular being um, the fact that the, 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 the feeling of, of family. And so that's why you hear so many kids come in and see that. Because when you go visit other places – uh, I can tell you, when the head coach walks in the room, a lot of times you see people's body language change up and they get a little bit more tense and it's not quite as uh, as relaxed and, and you're not quite yourself. So uh, it, it's good when, when Coach Sat walks in the room, you know, you know people don't change how they are. They, they, they are who they are and, and people get a sense of that, especially uh, when you're here in person. 
Um, yeah, and, and kind of on that note, uh, obviously you're doing something on the visits in addition to, to meeting with Coach Satterfield and, and other guys on the staff to kind of get that family atmosphere, you know, across that they, they really feel it. Um, what's What are some of the things that you guys do uh, on official visits uh, in talking to some of the kids? You know, obviously you guys recently went to Churchill Downs, but there's there's other things that you guys are obviously doing that, that are, you're, makes you able to connect so quickly. Yeah, and, and most of it is just, intentional personal time uh it, it, it's not just um it's not just one coach being around it's it's everybody and all the families get the same love all the, all the players get the same love and you may not just be talking to the guy that's recruiting you you'll be talking to uh to everybody and so it, it's just one of those things where people feel comfortable um but like yeah i mean we went we went to coach satterfield's house on friday night and so right. obviously He's welcomed them into their home, into his home, him this uh, best home, and uh, you know it's, it's fun. You know you're just there hanging out, playing games. Uh, a lot of we like to compete. Coach Sass big on uh, competition, so I mean we're, I mean we're playing cornhole. We're, I mean we're playing, uh, we're playing pig, not horse, but we're shooting hoops, and it's like we had a crowd around, everybody just watching, <laughs> and there's pressure and. You're throwing up bricks. You're getting booed. It, I mean, it's pretty fun, and it's just it's just one of those things where you can't fake it, and, and people get a good sense of it. Um, you know, we, we obviously meals. Anytime you break bread is a good time to um, to, to get to know somebody. Um, you know, in, in Churchill Downs. You know, we went to Churchill Downs Saturday night, which for most people that's a bucket list item. It, the Kentucky Derby, and, and, and when you get to go and see something that's grand, uh, a statue with Downs After Dark, I mean, amazing crowd, you've got music, you've got a lot of people, and then you go and you walk around like the paddock or, the, or even the grandstands, and, and you get to see how many people are there and how many people support, uh, you know, our, our players, our staff. It, it's, um, it's kind of an overwhelming feeling. Uh, but it, it, it just demonstrates what what UofL is all about and, and what this community is all about. Again, we're joined by Pete Knock, University of Louisville recruiting coordinator here on the Cards Cast. Not only are you a recruiting coordinator, you're also a former Cardinal as well, played tight end for Louisville from 2006 to, to, uh, to, to uh, 2010. So you've been around, you know, the program probably longer than anybody. Um, what's it what's it mean to you to, to, you know, not only, you know, to play there, but now to be, you know, working for a program where you did play and continue to put, you know, your blood, sweat, and, and everything else into the program. Yeah, I mean, it, obviously, it's it's uh, it's very uh, flattering. Um, a lot of people may not know this, but my, my father, uh, he was a, a head football coach at Bryan Station High School for a long time. And he had a lot of his players uh, that came and played here, guys like Eric Shelton, yeah. uh, JT Haskins, um, Robert Haskins, uh, and, he, and he was very close friends with Coach Nord and Coach Summers, who coached here and, and were, were some of my coaches as well. But uh, I, you know, as a kid, you grow up looking up to those guys that are on your dad's team, and and all of a sudden here they are wearing Cardinal red. And so, even though I grew up in, in Lexington, um, you know, I, I'm growing up a Louisville fan because those are my brothers. Those are the guys that I want to grow up and be like. And uh, and then, you know, when the time came and I got uh, – Coach Petrino offered me a scholarship, uh, I didn't wait 
maybe two seconds until he got the words out of his mouth to commit and say, this is where I want to be. So it, it was very, uh, it was a very um, enjoyable experience. I love this city. I met my wife, Alyssa, uh, here in, in, in uh, college. Um, and so we just have a lot of fond memories here. And uh, it, it's home for me. You know, if, if anybody asked me my home, this is definitely my home. And so uh, it's obviously a great, um, uh, a great opportunity to be coaching here now. And, uh, you know, I take a lot of pride in that. I take a lot of um, uh, pride in, you know, I, I put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. And I wasn't the grace. I wasn't the best football player, but I was going to make sure I knew what to do, and I tried hard. And it's kind of the same uh, as a coach. I'm going to make sure I do my best. I'm going to try as hard as I can uh, to make sure that that we can get guys in here that that fit what we need, and um, and just make sure that we're doing things to get this direction uh, or this program in the right direction. And it takes a lot of sacrifice. Uh, but but it's something that it's very easy to sacrifice for because I feel so so passionate about uh, this university and this community and this football program. As you said, you're one of those you know local in-state type talents that that's done well. You know, there's been many that come that have come through the Louisville program. Um, again, don't want to get into any names, obviously, but um, do you sense uh, you know from a recruiting standpoint locally in-state uh, that there seems to be kind of a nice bump happening right now as far as you know the talent level and maybe quality and quantity? Uh, yeah, and, and, and just like anything, it, you know, talent kind of comes in ebbs and flows. Um, you know, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of great players out there. And, and uh, for us as a staff, we, did, we just want to make sure we're getting the right guys, guys that uh, are high character, guys that um, are intelligent, guys that uh, love the game, guys that are going are gonna to be willing to come in and put the extra work. Uh, guys that, that want to compete, that want to scratch and claw for everything. Um, and, and Vince, he even says it all the time, and I remember him saying this uh, from day one when, when he was uh, uh, hiring Coach Satterfield, but uh, he believes in uh, – he, he doesn't believe in entitlement. He wants people here that, that are hungry uh, and, and, and uh, grateful for their opportunities. And so in order to do that, you can't just say it and not uh, implement it into everything that you're doing. So uh, we try to track those guys and we try to uh, pursue those guys. And, uh, you know, obviously, uh, like you said, we can't mention names, but there's a lot of young guys uh, that, that fit that profile uh, in this state and, and obviously in this city. And, uh, it, and I feel like we do a good job of targeting those guys. Um, and we actually, we have a, a lot of, local talent, when you start to look at the roster, there's a lot of guys from the state of Kentucky. Yeah. Some of them are walk-ons, but but at the end of the day, those guys are, are, are busting their butt and, and they end up um, being pretty successful. You know, you look at guys like like Marshawn Ford, you look at guys like Isaac Martin, um, you know, you, 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 the list goes on, Jack Fago. So, so, I mean, there's a lot of guys that are, that are producing, but not only are they making plays on the field, they set the tone in, in the building because you got a lot of outsiders coming in as well. And they see what it's like to be a Louisville guy. And they see what it's like to, to, um, to embrace uh, the city and the culture just by, just, just by observing those dudes and see how much it means to them as well. Awesome. You know, and obviously it's great when uh, you know, using yourself as an example, when you can kind of build home and then, and grow out. Um, one of the things that coach Satterfield did, um, uh, 
was recently expanded, I guess, the recruiting room staff, um, you know, brought in multiple people to, you know, help lighten the load, really take, take a lot of things off of your shoulders, really. Um, one of those guys, you know, came, David Cooper came, you know, came in, I guess, was here for a few months, kind of, you know, was helping getting things really rolling. And uh, recently, as we all know now, uh, recently decided to head back close to home uh, and took a similar role uh, with the University of Georgia. How's that impacting what you're doing and what are you guys doing to try to fill that role now? Yeah, and in, uh, in, in, uh, Coop, he did a great job while he was here. Uh, you know, it's hard to fault him. I mean, he, he went back, you know, he's going to a good program. He's, you know, 20 minutes from his, from his family. Um, you know, he got a nice, he, 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 he's got a good job there. Um, and so, uh, I wish him nothing but the best of luck and he's a great guy. Um, you know, we, we kind of spent this last couple months, we did a lot of, um, uh, training, you know, obviously it was a dead period still. So I was able to, uh, kind of, uh, unload a lot of my knowledge of this, of this, uh, city, of this program, of this university, uh, off on him and and on Caroline. So so we did a lot of uh, just prep work and, and practice runs and, and just trying to make sure everybody was on the same page. So we were all speaking the same language when it came to a recruiting standpoint and, and to make sure that they were getting the right information to properly sell this university because it is a great spot. And so it's important to know all the key things that that um, that go that go with a place like this. And and so um you know, now, I mean, we got an open position. We, it's posted. Uh, so we're looking to hire it out. And there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of good candidates that we interviewed along the way uh, at the last time we did it. So, uh, you know, we've already been in communication with a couple people, people that, that we feel um, would be good candidates. And, uh, you know, it, it still goes back to the fact that Coach Satterfield is going to um, put a premium on, on hiring good people, quality people. And, 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 and we can teach them. If, if you have that in you, we can teach you how to do the rest. And uh, obviously it, it comes handy when you have connections, especially in the recruiting world, you know, to have relationships already established, uh, to already to know how, how everything works. Um, you know, it just helps to have that in place already. But at the end of the day, um, you know, we're going to be fine. We're going we're gonna to be in a good spot. We're going to keep turning up the, the, the heat on, on our recruiting department and keep developing it and keep pushing it. Um, and, and I feel confident about the direction that we're going. Uh, and, and I think a lot of it will be on display this fall when you see, all right, now you've, you've had two or three years of just bringing in uh, our guys. You know, I, I feel confident in saying that you're going to see a defense that's going to go out there and play as hard as, as you've seen in a long time. And then you're going to see an offense that's going to go execute at a high level. And even though, you know, you lose guys that had a lot of production, well, before they were here, there was another guy that we had to replace production on. And so it's a next man up um, mentality. And I think we've got a good nucleus of players. Um, and, and I think we're, I think you're going to see a hungry group. Uh, kind of like you saw that first year where all offseason you, you just heard about was – how bad, how bad we were going to be, how how long of a rebuild it was going to take, but they were able to come out and play with uh, play with some fire, and they were able to come out and execute. and And, and I kind of get that same sense. You get that you see that hungry, uh, that hungry approach to the day to day, not just not just trying to show up on game day and play. You see it every day in the summer, and so 
Um, I, I feel like we're going to see that. And then obviously the best way to recruit is to win games. And so, you know, I feel confident that we're going to win some games this fall. And, uh, and it's going to also just turn up the volume, turn up the heat on, on recruiting even more. Starts to snowball. You're getting me fired up, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm fired of it. I'm just waiting for everybody else to see it, too. There you go. Um, yeah, I'll let you go. But I know, you, you know, we're at what on June, you know, middle of June now. Um, you know, so you're halfway through an extremely busy month. You still got a couple weekends of official visits coming up. You still got a couple camps coming up. So appreciate you taking some time with us here on the Cards Cast. No problem. Thank you, Michael, for having me. And uh, like always, if you ever need anything, I'm always I'm always available. All right, appreciate it. And uh, we'll, we'll holler at you again. Again, that's Pete Nocta, University of Louisville, recruiting coordinator here on the Cards Cast. Again, appreciate Pete Nocta, University of Louisville, recruiting coordinator, stepping into the Cards Cast with us. Some great uh, information that he's passing along there. And I tell you what, it makes me wish that I had some uh, eligibility left, not that uh, I had the talent to record to you know, demand an official visit. But if I did, uh, it sounds like a blast and, and something that uh, would be really enjoyable to go on. So unfortunately, all out of all out of eligibility. But again, appreciate uh, Pete joining us here in the Cards Cast. And, and still plenty, as Jody and I were talking about, we're only halfway through the month of June. So still plenty uh, of recruiting content, recruiting coverage, recruiting news, potentially some breaking news coming in during the next couple of weeks. Uh, that we'll have all at Cardinal Authority. Uh, I know this has been a football-heavy one, but also yesterday, as you're probably fully aware, uh, Chris Mack and the basketball staff handed out a number of scholarship offers. We track that throughout the day. You can find reaction and, and, and details on all that at the homepage at cardinalauthority.com. Football still has a couple weekends of official visits coming up as well, as we discussed. Uh, so we're going to continue to track that. Uh, if there's additions, we'll have that breaking news uh, for you as well. Uh, Louisville football still has a couple of camps coming up later on in the month, um, and we'll have you know wall-to-wall coverage on that as well. So make sure you, you stick around for it all and keep clicking at Cardinal Authority.